Late Night Conversations Late Night Conversations Monday to Thursday 10pm till midnight Thirteen minutes after ten on SAFM one hundred four to one hundred seven nationwide. You can also get us on DSTV channel eight one four. Right now, I'd like to welcome our guest, who's going to be talking to us about how you and I can heal the world, save the world, make the world stronger because we only have one planet, and that's Rico Urpido. Rico, thank you very much for joining us this evening. How are you? Um, it's a pleasure. Uh, good evening to you and your listeners. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you, Rico. So, Rico, we you are um, you hold a master's degree in environmental epidemiology from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, and a master's degree in contaminated land management from Nottingham University in England. So, you are well versed when it comes to um, things around the environment. And Greenpeace has been um, just great and awesome by making sure that we have this particular interview at this moment, and we really appreciate your time. Let's talk about the reusable and safe ways of ensuring that we don't pollute our continent because the use of plastics has been on the up and rise. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, globally, plastics are a huge problem. We, we see plastics in the ocean um, and, and that's, you know, that's the visible side of plastics. But we also um, you know, have this global evidence base of emerging research that says that plastic is in our food. It's in the food that we eat. It's um, it's found in you know the the things that make up the web of life the micro um, the microorganisms that are right at the bottom of the food web and and we find that translated all the way through to the food we eat we find plastic in fish we find plastic in the air that we breathe um, scientists are, are doing these surveys in in remote wilderness areas. And there's no plastic in those wilderness areas. There's no houses or, or, or people who dispose of plastic, but yet they're finding plastic in, in the soil um, as, as microplastics. So plastics are ubiquitous. They are everywhere now. Um, and, and that, I think, signals for us the alarm bells, and, and, and we need to take that seriously. Well, we do definitely need to take that seriously, Rico. And I'd like to remind A-teamers that you can join us, um, join in on this conversation by dialing in on 0891-104-207 or on 011-714-4045. You can SMS us on 41391. SMSs are charged at 150. Or WhatsApp us on 614 Remember, we love hearing from you, even on our social media platforms. On Twitter, we've just posted um, this particular conversation so let's engage there at SFM radio at Patricia N. Dooley hashtag SFM LNC now Rico is our guest this evening and Rico is just assisting us to understand the negative impact of single-use plastics and what they're doing to to harm our environment to harm the only planet earth that we have as mankind Rico I want to ask you a question here with the COVID-19 pandemic accelerating yeah. the single use of plastic pollution. What is it that we should be doing? Well, we have this global kind of push by the plastics industry to produce more plastics. 
Um, we know that because the plastics industry is, is fundamentally the fossil fuel industry. And, and as we kind of transitioning away from fossil fuels, because more energy is being generated by renewables and, and um, we, we have this kind of uh, growing um, understanding that, that you correctly pointed out at the beginning of your show, that climate change is a massive issue and the fossil fuel industry drives climate change. So what, what the fossil fuel industry are doing is repositioning themselves as we generate less energy from, from fossil fuels. What, the, what, the, what they're doing is instead making more plastics. They're transitioning their business model to plastics. And, and it's all kind of premised on this idea that we can recycle plastics. So it's okay to use single-use plastics. It's okay to have a plastic water bottle and to drink that bottle and to throw it away because we can recycle it. But the truth of the matter is that very, very little of that plastics gets recycled. And right up until 2017, globally, the, the amount of plastics that has been produced is in the billions of tons. Imagine nearly 10 billion tons of plastics. And the problem with that is that less than 10% of that has ever been recycled. So this idea that we can justify the continued production of plastic and the continued use of plastics or of certain plastics, especially single-use plastics, that is falsely premised because we know that that plastic is the plastic that ends up in the environment, the single-use plastic that is designed and intended to be thrown away. And Rico, let's take, Rico, let's take a break. Rico, Rico um, let's take a break, and then after this, we'll continue on that thought. SFM leading sure. the late-night conversation. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Dudley. We are the A-Team and I'd love to hear from you, A-Teamers, as we speak issues around the environment. I've got uh, Rico Yurpido, who is an uh, environmental health campaign manager. He has a master's degree in environmental epidemiology and from this is from the University of London and he's also um, got a master's degree in contaminated land management. We are talking about the environment and the impact that certain plastics have on the environment. I'd love to hear from you and how you think we could curb the use of plastics. Maybe some of you don't even know that plastics have such a, a negative impact on our society and on our environment. Also, let us know what you think and how we can then fashion our minds to understanding the impact of the use of plastic on our environment. The number that you can dial as an a team is 011-714-4045. You can also call us on 891 for SMSs, get us on 41391. SMSs are charged at 150. And on WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. Rico, let me ask you something here. So is selling of plastics by retailers, does that not change anything? Has that not um, brought down the amount of use of plastic in our continent and environment? Well, the... Um 
the retail the retail market for plastics, especially single use plastics like um, plastic carrier bags, is is very lucrative. There there are no um, it's a perverse incentive. So when you go to spa and you buy a plastic carrier bag, it's a huge incentive for that spa because they make money out of it. Um, they, they'll tell you that the, the plastic that the uh, carrier bag is made of is is fully recycled, and that might be the case. But again, it's a distraction. This idea that plastics can be 100% recycled and returned and managed safely is a distract is a distraction to this the the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that we have to look upstream and downstream. When we look upstream plastics production, we have to look at companies like Sassel in Sasselberg and in Secunda. The air quality in those places is so bad that it's out of compliance with our national laws just about all the time. And when you pe- when you speak to people at Everton in in you know Everton Township that live on the fence line of that Sassel plant, they'll tell you they're choking on those fumes. They'll tell you their kids are sick. Um, and the same in Secunda. The air is really bad there. So plastics, like fossil fuels, is driving climate change in South Africa. Sassel, as a single company, is one of the biggest uh, greenhouse gas emitters on the African continent. Never mind as a company. Its emissions are bigger than most countries in Africa. That's driving climate change. Climate change is going to be the biggest public health impact of our lifetimes. We think corona is a big deal. Climate change is the big shadow lurking in the background. It's going to cause a lot of human harm and suffering. And, you know, and we need to hold these industries accountable for that. You know, let me allow uh, A-Tima on the line to just come in on the conversation. Jay, a warm welcome to you. Good evening, Jay. Okay. Jay, um, I can hear you faintly. Can you hear us? All right. It seems we're having an issue with our A-teamers line here. We've got Jay in Durban and we'll try and get hold of Jay again, but it seems network is an issue. Before we do that, I want to ask you a question here, Rico, and I know you say we need to hold these companies accountable. How do we do that? Well, we have to, we have to force them to change their business module. So, so for one, they, they burn a huge amount of fossil fuels, a huge amount of coal. And that coal releases the carbon that drives climate change. Um, they have to transition. They have to transition to renewables. And and this is this is what COVID gives us the opportunity to do. You know, the disruption of COVID gives us the the, the chance to to reflect and to think to ourselves as a society. What do we value the most? What are we valuing the most right now? And everybody will tell you their health and their safety and their well-being of themselves and their families is the most important thing. So let's use that as the pivot point to transition, to make a a just transition, a just transition that includes an energy future that is healthier for all of us, that is safer, that doesn't drive climate change, uh, a transition that 
that is inclusive of the poorest communities on the fence line, that, that creates jobs. Let's leave this failed economic model that has resulted in this environmental kind of catastrophe that's looming. Let's put that behind us and let's look for, let's look towards the future and, and make the adjustments that mean that we have healthy, secure livelihoods for all of us in South Africa with inclusive economies so that we don't have this widening gap between the rich and the poor. That's the kind of things that we need to look forward to. Let me go to the line here. Jay is back with us. Jay, a warm welcome to you, Atima. Thank you very much. And I, I was just telling uh, our um, thing at the, the person who took my call. Our producer, Benzito. If it wasn't, yeah, wasn't for the radio, I won't be in communication with anyone around. But uh, coming back to what we are talking about, you know what I've been doing? I've been using discarded umbrella material to make my bags and packets, which is so much easier to wash and dry in the sun and reuse instead of using the plastic packets. And um, the bottle caps, uh, you know, you get the cartoon milks, the caps, turned it upside down, nailed it to uh, wooden boards to you know, clean off my shoes and stuff like that. Uh, these are uh, little things that I am making at home. And, you know, the chips packet, I got it rolled up in such a way, uh, plattered it and made a nice uh, table, uh, you know, cover that to hold your tumbler or your tea uh, and not to, uh, you know, spoil the table. The other very, very important thing, the corona has taught us that we must have a lot of oxygen. But with all the land invasion in the basket area, if all the trees and plants that are being destroyed, so how are we going to get that amount of oxygen? And with all the plastics that's getting sunk and sucked into earth, the roots won't have enough energy to take out from the soil. There won't be enough fertilizer. Mm. Hello? Yeah, yeah, Jay. Thank you so, so very uh, much. Yes, Jay, uh, we really appreciate the fact that you've got these innovative ideas of utilizing, you know, chip packets and so on. And also for being a person who's conscious about what we can do to increase oxygen flow. We really appreciate you, our A-team, Jay, who's in Durban. Rico, um, you've heard Jay, and I really love her suggestions. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the idea that we have to repurpose things and, and, and that um, when we use materials in our everyday lives, that until, until we make them waste, they never become waste. So everything is a material and, and we should be repurposing and, and rethinking and, and reusing materials in what scientists are calling a circular economy so that we extract less and, and reuse and repurpose what is already in circulation. Um, you know, those are really good ideas. If, if you go into nature, say you go to the Kruger Park, do you see waste that's caused by the animals? There's no such thing as waste. One animal's waste is reused and repurposed by 
another animal and it supports an entire food web, it's only humans that create waste. We are the only ones, the only species on this planet that make waste. So waste is a human construct. And unless we think of waste in a different way, unless we never allow waste become waste, the materials are separated at source in our homes, they're kept clean so that we can, that we can properly recycle or repurpose or reuse them, then they never become waste. And then we can work towards what's called zero waste. You know, so all of these ideas that Jay expressed about what she's doing at home, they speak to what already has been articulated in, uh, in progressive kind of global systems of zero waste. Well, uh, Rico, I'd like to go uh, to our uh, Twitter here because our A-teamers have some comments. Tix Unati says, I don't think we can ever get rid of plastic, but we can reduce its effect on our earth. It would be better if government can force retailers to not sell single-use plastics. They can sell hard plastic bags, which can be used several times and make sure plastics aren't cheap and then a team is here on whatsapp are saying good evening all in studio if we now know that plastic is doing more harm than good to our environment then the government should take a table should table a legislation that limits the use of plastics it's that simple it will be in the interest of the environment and for the survival of humanity this is from gabriel tumelo mutsamai from kimberley and another person here who has not given us their name says such an interesting topic definitely we need to use eco-friendly paper bags than plastics i was very shocked this tuesday when i saw the site of stutterheim landfill and the plastic has covered the surrounding and the worst part it it's more in Kumakala uh, River around it. Obviously, it's going to end up at affa- uh, affecting marine life. Seriously, let's do away with plastic use bags. Um, it's so scary. Rico, it seems South Africa, or at least the A-teamers, understand the negative impact of plastic uh, use in our environment. But one thing before we close off our conversation is the fact that with this pandemic, COVID-19, we have seen single-use PPE being a necessity for us to stop the curb or the spread of COVID-19. But some of these masks and gloves are also um, increasing the amount of plastic that's being produced. Yep. Um, th- these are all really good reflections by the A-teamers. And I'm uh, definitely a big shout-out to the A-teamers. They, they spot on. As far as COVID-19 is concerned and the use of single-use PPE, we should reserve the single-use PPE for our health workers. For those people that really need to use it, we need to reserve it for them. For us that are in society, we need to listen to our government, we need to listen to our president and to our health department and to the guidelines that they've issued, which are really sound. We should wear reusable masks that we wash often we should wash our hands often and we should limit our time in public in in confined spaces and interacting with people that those are the guidelines we need to follow we as normal residents in south africa that are not frontline workers we do not need to wear single-use ppe let's 
keep that for our health workers. Otherwise, it's going to cause shortages in our hospitals and our health workers are going to be compromised and they're going to get infected. And once our health workers begin to get infected en masse, then we're going to have serious problems because these are the people that look after us when we, when we really, really need them. So for normal people, single-use um, single PPE is not necessary. Wear your reusable mask. Be sensible. Social distance. When you cough or sneeze, cough into your elbow, sneeze into your elbow. When people are wearing masks, they are generally safe. If one person who has COVID wears a mask and another person who doesn't have COVID doesn't wear a mask, and that person who has COVID is transmitting the virus, the chances are relatively high that the other person will get, um, will get infected. If both of them, however, are wearing a mask, the chances of infection are reduced dramatically, almost as low as single digits. So it's safe for everybody to wear a mask. Protect yourself and protect your families and protect others. Rico, as we close off, I'd like us to address this question from James, who's in Limpopo. Uh, James sends an SMS and says, what about the use of insect kitten for plastic replacement manufacturing? Uh, Sorry, I didn't get that. The use of? Insect kitten for plastic replacement manufacturing. Um, I'm not too sure about that. I, 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 I I haven't heard that terminology before. There are, they are, however, kind of plastics replacement um, materials that you know that are coming onto the market that you know use um, either natural fibres or, or, or other kind of materials in, in their manufacture. Um, plastics, however, and, and this is this is something that I think is important to stay with the listeners. The plastics, conventional plastics that we have come from fossil fuels. They come from oil and they come from gas. All of those fossil fuels need to be extracted. They need to be transported. They need to be refined. They need to be burnt. They need to be cracked. Along the whole value chain of plastics, it is polluting. It affects people. It uses a huge amount of water and it impacts on the climate. And that's why we need to limit our use of plastics especially single-use plastics. Well, Eric in Hammersdale agrees with you. He says, good evening, Patricia. Very interesting and informative show. Personally, we should do away with plastic for our groceries and make use of paper bags like we see overseas. Plastics are a hazard, even in ocean or rivers. On that note, Rico, thank you so very much. And we really appreciate Greenpeace for making sure that we can have this uh, conversation. I know Angelo has put this together for us. And I'm hoping we can have more informative conversations around how we can heal our land and make sure that we save our only earth. We appreciate you, Rico. More strength to your bow. It's a pleasure. I look forward to it. Good night.